Cool. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Money, Power, Power and Influence podcast with me, your host, BC, my esteemed guest and co-host, Rosh. Uh, you know, the, the last couple episodes have been great. We had Vince last week, and first of all, I just wanted to give everybody an update. Uh, you know, everything is being done with my new office. I have my first event there this Saturday, uh, rolling out with another new product pretty soon, and my real estate team actually set a record last month for amount of volume and homes sold, so we're definitely growing. What's up with you, brother? Well, congratulations to you on your continued expansion, brother. And it's inspiring, and I love hearing about it. And for myself, I released uh, Genesis Be Reborn, and as as you were talking, a, a message came through. I read the beginning. I'm absolutely speechless from your products, blah, blah, blah. So it's changing lives. Uh, I'm going three days a week live on YouTube for over an hour and a half lecturing for free, and it's changing lives, and my businesses are expanding, and everything, everything mm-hmm. is going. And at the same time, I'm uh, dealing with other attacks, you could say. See, attacks come when you expand, and uh, I think the best way to, that was put to me uh, by my mentor, uh, Manu Tupo, was that if you're controlling a certain area, and then you expand into a new area. In that area, there are individuals and people who are doing things that while you entering that area, they feel threatened. And the first thing they'll do is they'll try to stop you. And he said that every time you expand, be ready for attacks. And so I have my fourth girlfriend with me now. I have four girlfriends, as everybody will see here tonight for the first time live on camera. And with that comes a bunch of new attacks. And so I'm handling that. I also have... Uh, added to my businesses um, a whole new area, you could say, uh, that comes with her, esthetician and doing you know, all kinds of shit that we weren't doing before. So there's a whole thing in that. Um, there's a lot of expansion, a lot of new attacks. But what's really interesting is all the new attacks, I've seen them before. And this is what's really, really fascinating to me. I can now predict five, six, ten moves ahead there's not like a new level of attack, like the level of um, stupidity and ignorance of people trying to attack something that is so true and so powerful and so so beautiful, so expanding and free. Uh, it shows you what baboons they are. You would think after 20 years of me doing what I'm doing, people could come up with a brand new way of attacking me besides calling me a cult leader, a brainwasher, and I pay these women to... Uh, to pretend like to be with me. Like, let's get a little bit more more uh, creative in this thing, you know? Uh, the <laughs> so, it's, become, it's become absurd. Because I, know. I, I think, like, they should, they should get together and, and try to figure out another way of attacking. How many times are they going to attack you, brother, and say they don't like the way you cuss or the way that you race cars or you go to strip clubs? Like, you know, after 15, 20 years, it's like, yeah, yeah, we've heard this before. And it hasn't stopped me yet. In fact, I've expanded in the face of that. Come up with something new. But there is nothing. There is just nothing besides some bullshit. So it's been very interesting uh, living my life. It's been very fun, very fast. I need this stimulation to keep my mind uh, going as fast as it does. So that's what's going on here. Love that, man. I love that you brought that up. And I think that's something we can touch on a little bit today because I think it's so important, you know. And that I get that common question all the time people feel the pressure of somebody attacking them or somebody questioning what they're doing. 
And I think that would be a great thing to enlighten the audience a little bit because a lot of people that follow us on this podcast are newer entrepreneurs or business people looking to get started. And, you know, there's a couple things we can talk about, but I would love to expand on that a little bit. I love that you said that you're already to the point now where you can see five, six, seven steps ahead. So I wanted to ask you a two-part question, Arash, because I know it will benefit the audience a lot. What, what did it take for you to get to the point of being able to see ahead? Was it just experience or was it something else? And secondly, do you have a, a protocol for how you handle attacks? Because you're very open about being attacked. You, you share it when people attack you, and we all laugh, and we see how ridiculous it is. But do you have like a set standard or practice that you use when an attack comes in with the way that you deal with it? Yeah, first of all, I share maybe like a fraction of what, what happens. And there's a reason for that. I don't want my social media to just be like a clown social media of a bunch of clowns trying to say stupid shit about me. I share it every once in a while when I think that there's a very valuable lesson for people learning it, and then I share it. But, you know, it's, it's, it's today I've had uh, five five fake Instagrams created against me, and uh, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Um, how, how do I see five moves ahead um, through experience? That's really it, you know. I remember when it was first happening, you know, I didn't know what the fuck was happening, to be honest. It was like, what the fuck's happening here? Why am I being attacked? And now it's, it's absurd. So um, I got a really funny comment on YouTube today. It's like, hey, bro, what's up, man? Really love your stuff. You're really starting to look like a cult leader now, though. Uh, and these women, you know, you have four girlfriends. Normally women get jealous, uh, but you say yours aren't jealous. So do you have to pay for all of them when you go out to eat? Because that could get pretty expensive. Now, is that a positive or a negative comment? I, I can't really understand. Well, it's obviously a negative comment. But you see how it's disguised, so goofy. You know what I mean? Like, hey, bro, what's up? I really love your stuff. But you look like a fucking cult leader. It's like, hey, bro, you look fucking great. But you look like a fucking clown. And, uh, you know, normally it's like, um, normally real estate people, they don't they don't drive cars like that and go to strip clubs. I don't really care. I don't really care. But isn't it, don't you think that it's kind of like, a bad image, and it portrays you in a way you shouldn't be portrayed. Love you. No, bro, shut the fuck up, you know? So it's just an experience of the same kind of clownish uh, interactions that have been coming up. I don't think outside of experience I would know any other way to deal with it, you know? I've outlasted the attacks for so long that it's like martial arts, you know? I'm so experienced. I'm 20 years being attacked. I had a conversation uh, today with my sister, actually. And, you know, I love my sister, and she's been my sister for, what, uh, 33 years now? <laughs> that's how long we've been my sister, because that's how old she is. And, you know, I, I called her uh, just saying something uh, uh, very, very positive, just so you know, and very, um, very cool. Like, that was the intention. There was, there was nothing. It wasn't even about her. It was about me, you know. And somebody got into this very, very bad conversation, and she was just attacking me left and right. And I and I had promised myself that I was not going to attack certain people in my life. Uh, one would be my mother, one would be my father, one would be my sister. And uh, so she's going nuts on the phone. And I, I'm just like, whoa, do you need to calm down, you know? And she's just saying the most just non-cool things towards me, which I'm like, okay, was this shit sitting right under the surface that I didn't know? You know, I didn't, I didn't oh, shit, that's how you feel? I didn't fucking know. Like, God, if that's how you feel, I wish I'd known this shit fucking, uh, you know, two years ago, three years ago, whatever. I, whatever you fucking felt this, I wish I'd do this shit, right? 
And she's just going, blah, 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 just nuts, you know. And I'm like, you need to calm the fuck down, you know. And then she's like, you're, you're mad. And I'm not mad. I'm hurt. My feelings are hurt. You know, you you should know by now when your brother's mad that it's a different intensity than this. I'm not yelling. I said, I'm 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 really upset that I would call with this intention and this is what you end up fucking saying to me. But, hey, it is what it is. And, and uh, you know, no, I'm not mad. My feelings are hurt. And um, the, the point of the story that I'm making is uh, I've been attacked, under attack for a long time. And that's what I told her. I said, listen, sister, do you understand that your brother has been attacked for at least 20 years? Minimally. It started before then. It started when I got my first tattoo. And um, I said, you're attacking me. And, 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 and you're surprised that I would defend myself? You're surprised that I said, uh, all I've done is defend my life. My entire adulthood, the moment I became an adult, has been a constant battle against the sheep and the herd of this society, insisting on living my life the way I want to live, which doesn't harm another individual. <laughs> and here you are as my sister attacking me now. And you're wondering why it upsets me? It's like, are you fucking kidding me? I've been attacked every day. There's not one, there's, I cannot count one day that I haven't been attacked yet. So what's the result of that? Well, shit, I'm still here. I'm still expanding. I'm still winning. So that brings on the experience. Now, if everybody else, I don't want to take much time, but I already have. If anybody else is going to be starting a business or living the life that you want to live, you will be attacked. You will be attacked. And if you outlast the attack, then maybe you could one day sit here and laugh at it and just be like, okay, that is just completely absurd. Because at first, you, you, you feel like it's valid. You know, you feel like, like you're actually doing maybe something wrong. You don't realize that the people attacking you are just complete clowns, you know. If you were walking by and a, a clown in a clown suit was making funny gestures, you would know he's a fucking clown, so you don't take it seriously. But if that clown was disguised as a brother, sister, mother, father, uncle, aunt, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, or a friend, then you might not realize that they're actually a fucking clown, actually. A fucking circus clown, pretending like their uh, judgment has any basis on my decisions in my life. Fuck off. There you go. I love that, man. And I really hope everybody listening to this paid very close attention to everything he just said because that is going to give you the right perspective when whether you're starting out in business or you're on the come up right now, that's real experience, real stories that can completely change your perspective on this thing, man. Because from my experience, it seems like people try to avoid that. And you said it yourself, you know, it's going to happen. It's inevitable when you're expanding, when you're doing something new, when you go into a new area, people will attack you for sure. And, you know, my perspective on the thing is, I love, I personally love when I get attacked because it's another opportunity for me to demonstrate who I am and how much of a bad motherfucker I am. Like I just found out recently, dude, uh, that, uh, you know, I started on the side, very small, just because I felt like doing it. I started coaching real estate agents one-on-one. We have like a little weekly call for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And I have about four or five people right now. It's something I started on the side, not really for the money. You know, I think I charge them like seven or 800 bucks a month each. And it's very simple and I'm not looking to get 100 clients from it. I just wanted to take a few people under my wing, help them out, and let them be successful. And they're doing really well. So come to find out, one of the guys that you know I'm coaching, he from time to time, he'll jump on other people's stuff, which I always recommend them to do, just to see if maybe they'll get one new golden nugget or some new information that maybe I didn't give them from another coach or another person. So uh, he 
happens to jump on another call, and then this other guy who's actually pretty well known in the industry uh, starts bashing me and talking shit about me. And he told me, he recorded a portion of it, he recorded some texts that were written, I just laughed, right? Because I, I talked to the kid, I said, look, uh, you, you know very well that if I was to go up against that guy on stage, I would destroy him. And to me, my, my mindset is not only am I open and almost like wanting to get attacked to demonstrate who I am, I want the bigger names to start to shine the light on me. I think you mentioned that earlier a couple podcasts ago too, Arash, like you were like, I'm, I'm waiting for Lil Wayne to talk about me on his uh, his rap song, and I was like, man, it's beautiful, because that's kind of where I'm at, you know, I want these guys to to bring up my name or try to trash talk me, because then with, with that guy, I'm obviously not going to give his name, but put me on the stage or put me in a situation, let's do a live call, let's do whatever it takes to go me against him, and I'll show who I am, and I'll fucking destroy him, so... Uh, you know, I, I see it more as an opportunity than a bad thing, right? I've accepted the fact that it's going to happen, and my whole mindset on it is like I'm, I'm walking up with open arms saying, okay, motherfuckers, attack me. Let's, let's see what you can do. And it, it's like you're, you're, you're Neo from the Matrix, and they shoot the bullets at you, and you just stop them, and then you, they drop. That, that, that's kind of what, what I feel like when it comes to this whole hater thing, and I feel like people are shying away, and they're trying to, you know, try to find like a shield to take with them to like block all the hate when... I feel if you just invite it and you really and you really are somebody of value, like you said it great, you're a good person, you know, it's the truth of what you're teaching, and you genuinely enrich people's lives. So you're, if anything, you're a positive thing for this community of pickup, seduction, business, and whatever. You're a shining light in that, right? So it is pretty sad that people would attack that. So, you know, that's really been the shift for me, and I think that will help a lot of the listeners is, is don't resist this thing accept the fact that it's going to happen and just step up, you know, with both feet and say, okay, bring it, you know, and that's really going to give you a new level of power. You know, that's something I see amongst all the, the top powerful people. They don't shy away from that stuff, man. They take it, they grab the bull by the horns, right? Um, so I, I kind of wanted to, to shift a little bit and, and toss this thing at you, Arash, because as I continue to get questions from people for the podcast and, and you know, just general questions, uh, you know, on YouTube and that kind of stuff, Oh, by the way, with YouTube, it's funny that you said, um, you know, you have people doing stupid comments on YouTube and creating fake Instagrams. I have a couple guys actually making fake YouTube accounts of me, putting my picture and everything, and then going to other big YouTubers' channels and talking shit to them, pretending to be me. It's pretty funny. Uh, it's so funny, the the level of loser wow, that these people are. That, yeah, they have nothing dirty. better to do, man. But a lot of these guys know me, dude, and they watch my videos, so they'll message me and say, hey, who's this fucking clown that fucking, you know, is trying to talk shit? But it's funny. Um, I, I wanted to throw something at you, man. Uh, I don't know if you have an answer for this. Uh, I've, I've been kind of pondering it as well. It seems like when I get a lot of questions, right, the, the, the prevailing datum I see behind a lot of these questions that I get, and I think we've discussed this a little bit before, is that it's almost like when somebody asks you a question, the underlying tone for or the theme of their life is before they do something like start their own business or go out and pick up or whatever it is, it's like they almost need somebody's fucking permission to do it instead of just doing it, right? Aside from people who try to, you know, figure everything out before they take action, it's just the – it's like they need somebody to tell them or shake them in the hand and say, okay, dude, yes, like you, you can do it, okay, you have my permission. Where do you think that came from, man? Like do you think it's because people were raised – by their parents and, and they told them what to do or, you know, the system of schooling and that kind of stuff. Why do you feel people need fucking permission just to, like, start their own business or do whatever it is that they're going to do? Well, I think it's quite easy to understand that because I'm watching my niece grow up and, yes, you know, at some point you have to get permission to do what you want to do all the time. So 
I can't imagine that goes away at three, four, five, six, and then you go to school, and if you, if you have to go pee, which is the most intimate thing you have to fucking do. Imagine you're sitting in class, and you're a seven-year-old boy, and you have to shit. You know, you have to take a fucking shit. And if anybody's ever been driving long distances and you got to go poo, you know what the fuck that is like. You're just like, I'm about to shit my pants. And I'm sure kids feel that. And then you got to fucking raise your hand for the goddamn fucking weird-ass teacher who's teaching you some bullshit to be like, it's okay, Johnny, you can go poo. Okay, what the fuck? You have to get permission just to shit? You know, my dog has to get permission to shit, just so everybody understands. I tell my dog, now you could shit. Now you can't shit. But a fucking human being at a certain age, I'm not saying all ages, I'm saying at a certain age, you don't need permission to pee or poo. You just put up a little sign on your desk that says, in the bathroom, be back in three minutes or something. And if you take ten minutes, they come and they fucking give you detention or some shit. I get it. But we have to trust people to make good fucking choices. If we don't trust people to make good choices, they never become good people. They're always under... And then that's why they also get that weird-ass idea that they need some kind of God watching over them. You know, it's one of the funniest uh, uh, arguments of religion people, religionists. It's like, well, what if there wasn't a, there was no God, then what would keep people in line? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you fucking nuts? You need a God to tell you not to rape somebody? Jeez, really? You need God to tell you not to steal? You need God to tell you not to murder? Are you fucking telling me right the fuck now that if you don't believe in God. You're going to run around, rape, and murder, and, and touch little kids, and steal shit? What the fuck is going on in your head, motherfucker? Because that is not how I'm thinking, right? Like, that is a big fucking clue on the nutcase that is going around pretending that. Like, well, then you're saying that if there was no, if there was no God. Like, dude, relax, man. So, I think that's the whole point, is that we, we are totally conditioned at a young age, to be like, okay, you know, yes, now you have permission to eat, now you have permission to shit, now you have permission to pee, now you need to sleep, and now you need to wake up, and, I mean, that just goes in. At some point, you start growing up, and you start wanting to, you have a passion, something you want to do, something you want to be, something you want to have, and next thing you know, you have this weird, like, this subconscious, which is underconscious, right? You have this subconscious feeling, like, maybe you should ask somebody. And, you know, even for myself, to be honest with you, that's what Manu did for me. You know, Manu gave me permission to be free. Manu gave me permission to be powerful. Uh, Manu gave me permission to think for myself and to not have to follow uh, others who were blind. And he, he literally gave me permission. And I am very happy that I looked up to him because, to me, he was such a huge, beautiful, powerful man and so when he said to me, you know, be the best, fuck the rest, or when he said to me, you know, make sure that you question authority and you don't just take things at, at face value and, you know, every fucking thing he said to me, I I took that as a, as, a, as a valuable piece of information and I used it and I saw my life immediately change, which is, I think, what's happening with my students. You know, I give them a piece of information, I'm like this, that, that, the other, and if they use it, their life will change. A big part of that is, yeah, we feel like we need permission to do it. But the moment that you're out of the cage or the matrix, however you got that, I got mine from Manu, um, however you get it, you know, then at that moment you don't feel like you need permission anymore. And then you start noticing others. And so it actually makes competition very easy if you think about it. Now, I told my girlfriend the other day, I said, this is so fucking easy. I mean, I'm going to take over the whole world. 
everybody's so fucking weak. Like, my people trying to stop me are just so pathetic. I mean, it makes me sad. It makes me sad. You know, we talked about, if Little Wayne talks shit about me, if Floyd Mayweather talks shit about me, that would be worth something, right? I'd be proud. You know, these little fucking cockroaches trying to talk shit. Like, no, dude, I can't even listen to you. Like, first, make something of yourself so that your your word means something. Your word doesn't mean anything just because you're a fucking human being breathing air and shitting. You know, you're, worth, you're as worth, worthless as anybody else. All right. Yeah, that's what I got to say about that. I agree, man. I love that. You know what? I, I think that's a good place for us to end, and then next week we can maybe talk about some strategies for people to break out of that because that would be obviously the next step is, you know, once you feel like you've given yourself permission, what are you going to start doing at that point, at that moment, to begin to amass power, make money, you know, be a figure in business and in life. So um, I, I think that's a great ending point for us today. Um, I'm looking right here in the emails. I, I don't see any additional questions. Um, obviously, I know you just released a product, man, um, and the testimonials that you get are incredible. Do you have any new things coming, any new events coming that you want to plug in before we end it? Yeah, I do. And this is good, actually, for everybody, entrepreneurs listening. So uh, my last release it wasn't a, um, a record-breaking release, but the last two were. And I'm not trying to become less. I'm trying to become greater. So the first thing that happened uh, after my release, it was very, very good. I have a, a minimum in my mind that if I hit that, and that's it was it was worth the release. And it, I definitely hit that, you know. Uh, so not to take away from the money that I made. But outside of that, I looked at the potential of what I can make. And the fact that the month before I sold more, I mean, what happened? Uh, less people liked me this month. Uh, less people had money this month. None of that would be true because I'm more famous than I was last month which means I should have had more money. And so I didn't. So then I had to really take a look and take responsibility and say, oh, the promotion was off. And it was off. It was off. I know that it was, you know. Um, so what I did is I immediately, immediately, that night when the release was done at 10 p.m., at 10.30 p.m., I started my new product, which will release August 2nd. It's called Supernatural, Unleash the Forces of Nature Within You. So I'm telling you guys now, first, for promotion, I want you to get it. I think it's going to completely alter your fucking life. I did the first lecture already, and it was goddamn mind-blowing. And I'll do the second lecture by the end of the week. I'm going to, it's going to be the best release I have, and I am going to make the groundbreaking. It will break all records because I am in charge of my statistic. I know what I'm doing. I know what I did wrong, and I know how to fix it, which is the promotion. What? Secondly, I have the Diamond Mind program, and the Diamond Mind program is a daily coaching program that I have, and it's just too much. It's too good. You know, I have this guy, uh, he's probably watching right now. Uh, I don't want to say his name yet. Um, you know, he tagged me on Instagram and I, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I go on his Instagram and he's got like 138,000 followers or something. And I'm like, fucking shit. I'm at 4,000. 138,000 compared to 4,000. Oh, you're not even in the same fucking world. Like, if you have $4,000 to your name versus $138,000 to your name, it's, you're, you're not. You're not even existing on the same planet probably, right? And so I was like, well, and I wonder if he got these fake followers. You know, you could do that. And there's a way I could search for that and look at it. No, these are religious followers. So the guy's doing incredible. And I looked at his Instagram, and I saw why he was doing so good. He was very good at using his Instagram, right? And he attacked me and uh, did this whole thing. I said, well, that's great. But then he just got on Diamond Mind. <clears throat> and today he commented again, and he was like, this is absolutely the most powerful program I've ever been on. I've done all kinds of shit online. So Diamond Mind is a daily coaching program. Once a week, I do one-hour live lecture, not the kind I do at YouTube. This is way more powerful, way more powerful. And uh, it's only 97 bucks a month. You go to arashzapar.com. 
and there's all kinds of products there too, okay? So those are my plugs. Plug your butts. And what do you have going on this week, uh, <laughs> Well, uh, I'll just give one last shout-out. My event, uh, July 8th, where I'm going to have Pablo uh, this weekend in my new office. We have two spots left in person. We have three left online. I'm covering public speaking, sales, all kinds of stuff that I constantly get questions for. So I said, why not make an event? And I want to end with this point, um, and I want to leave you guys with this. Something you're going to find in common with me and Arash um, is that we, we just get shit done. I scheduled this event before I even signed the lease officially on my office, which means this shit was going to happen no matter what. So, you know, if you're out there trying to figure it all out before you go, just fucking go, man. You will figure it out on the way. Commit first and then do it, okay? I'll end it with that. Arash, thank you, brother. Everyone else, we'll see you next week, same time. Thank you, brother.